I'm excited about a brand new project called Twitter Write. It's all about teaching writers how to use Twitter and how to get themselves and their writing out there. To help me, I'm bringing in the big guns. A big hello to global Twitter marketing specialist, Keith Keller. Keith, hey. Hey. Thanks. How you doing? How you doing? This is third yes. time lucky. We've had some technical challenges here. We're, we're exploring podcasting, and if you haven't had a go at podcasting, it's a lot of fun, but it's a bit techy. So uh, this is our third attempt at trying to make this thing work. We've got a thing called Twitter Right. How to use Twitter for writers. I'm very, very excited about what we're doing here. Likewise. You know. And Eve, despite the technical difficulties, we're back here talking about it again. So let's start, third time lucky, with a really basic question that a lot of writers out there and a lot of people in general would be asking. Why Twitter? Why Twitter? There's eight different choices, all different sorts of things. LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube. And Twitter and Facebook and all these things, and there's eight now, what I call the awesome eight. And we'll talk about these throughout the course of the series. But why would you use Twitter in that mix? And the thing that we coined in the last phrase, which I really love in the last podcast, which no one gets to hear because it didn't work. Uh, Twitter is the launching pad. What I used to call Twitter is the buzz builder. Now, if you've never used Twitter before and you've got a product sitting on the shelf, you've just written a book, you've just started a business, you're just starting your own blog and you just don't know why people aren't ringing you or buying your book or you know reading your blog, Twitter might just be the secret source. It might just be the secret ingredient that'll get the, the clock ticking, that'll get the, uh, the phone ringing. And you've you found this to be the case, I mean, haven't exactly. You? I mean, in the past, I have used Twitter while in corporate positions, but I've never actually used Twitter to drive my own profile and my writing as well. But I mean, let's do a little recap for people here. We started this little experiment a week ago, didn't we? And you took a screenshot of how many followers I had. And at the time, it had just 63 followers. And today, it's double, isn't it, Keith? It's more than double. It's about 156 followers in, uh, so more, almost uh, over 100 followers in a week. And I and I tell you why. There's a bit of a secret sauce here, a bit of a secret ingredient. And I recommended to Sarah that she follows 20 people a day, and most of those, quite a lot of those, will follow them back, follow you back. 153, so 90 new followers, 90 new followers in less than one week, double what you had almost 100 more followers. And the secret source is to follow people. You know, you've just started on Twitter. Find some cool, funky people that are on Twitter and say hello. This is the great thing about Twitter that you can't really do on the other platforms. You can get really deep and say hello to anyone you want. They don't have to follow you back. They can block you and ignore you if you're really annoying. But you can you know, short circuit the process. So I recommend that you follow, and this is my little recipe, which I'm going to put on a t-shirt, follow 20 people a day for 90 days. We're seven days in and you've already got 100 new followers. I mean, it's pretty magnificent. It's pretty insane if you ask me. And to be honest with you, it's very easy to do, to make the time. Say it hasn't, I mean, I haven't spent more than 20 minutes per day on Twitter doing anything. And that's more than just following people. Because I mean, what I do is I like to follow people who I actually do want to connect with. And that's important as well. It's not really just about having a heap of followers, is it, Keith? Oh, no, no, not at all. 
not at all. It's not about the numbers. In fact, um, we're going to talk a lot about even in this first series. And I'm a very, very sorry that it's a bit techy straight up, but I want to I want to give you a very clear distinction. In Facebook, we all know that you need to pay for what's now called uh, boosting. You know, if you want, if you've got a blog post or you've got a book out, or you've got an event, and you post it on your on your page, nothing happens. Nothing. No one gets to see it. Very few people. I think seven percent of your actual followers get to see it. But for a little fee, twenty bucks maybe. You know, Facebook will be very generous, and I'm being a bit facetious here. But the point is that that's their business model now. You know, you want to get your word out. Well, you pay us some money. Twenty bucks, fifty bucks. Some people are paying up to fifty and a hundred dollars a day for this. You know, it's it's just uh, ludicrous. You've even been experimenting Look, with it. Look, I definitely you? have. And to be honest with you, I haven't gotten much out of it. Even though I haven't been spending ridiculous amounts or anything, but twenty dollars here and fifty dollars there, it still all adds up. And to be honest with you, the amount of reach that I would get for say twenty dollars, I mean. On the back end, it's telling me thousands, but what am I actually getting out of that? I haven't had one client come to me after anything that I've put out on Facebook. Now, but the interesting thing is with Twitter, I have the capacity to reach millions, don't I? And how does that work? Because I don't have many followers, even with double the amount that I started with. I still don't have thousands and thousands. That's right. So if you think about the concept of Facebook boosting, there's a very similar concept that which has been phrased tweet reach. Now, what this is it's a very clear idea. You have 153 followers. I have 34,000 followers. If I tweet about you to my followers, you've just reached 34,153 people. Tweet reach. Now, if someone retweets my tweet about you, all of their followers get it. And it goes up the line. And the real trick and the fun, actually, the fun, is to get heavy hitters, which are what I call heavy hitters, to, to retweet you, to retweet you in very crucial, important moments. Not every day. Here I am having an ice cream with my good friend Keith at the beach. No. But you might be speaking. You might be uh, shaking hands with the Queen. You know, you might win an award. And those are those times what I call your place in the sun. And on one particular day, what I, I'm jokingly calling a Keith Fest, I got all my mates together in one place, and we reached three million wow. people. Three million people for free, you know. And all I did was I called in a few favors. I mean, I've been doing this a long time, so I said, "Look, actually, I don't ask this very often, but would you very would you mind if you just tweeted about my gig tomorrow? I'm speaking in the city, and I'm very excited, and I'm just very proud that I'm getting up in front of you know a group of people, and I love doing that. And can you tweet for me? And three million collectively on the basis that all my mates collectively added up all together." reach three million people. Now, that would cost you thousands of dollars on Facebook, I'm guessing. Thousands. Yeah, it would cost you a hefty amount. I mean, and Amphoriders, most of us are all in the same boat. We're struggling to get out there. I mean, hey, look, my work may be great, but there's a lot of great people. And I think Twitter is one way that writers and people in general can really just hone in on what they're doing. And the other thing, because a lot of people have asked me this since I've been telling them about this little Twitter write project, what do you find to tweet about all the time? And that that's the thing. Ah. It's not just about me, is it? It's not just about my Huffington Post blogs or my blogs on other different sites. It's about sharing things from other people as well, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, say, let's use the example of the three million people. If I tweeted all day, guess what? I just did a podcast. Hello, I'm going to the beach now. Hello, I'm doing a gig tomorrow. People will go, so what? But if I get into the habit, which I personally do, I tweet 10 to 1. For every time that I tweet about myself, and you know, follow me along and check this, for every time that I tweet about myself, I find 10 other things, 10 pieces of what I call cyber karma. <laughs> so if I tweet about my friend Sarah, who's just written a book, if I tweet about my friend Marie, who's writing a book in Spanish, if I, if I tweet about my friend who's got this really cool, funky video on YouTube that's just gone viral, if I've got a friend of mine who's just released a song, there's four people that are in my pocket thinking, mate, you, I owe you one. You've got one in the bank. You've got one in the bank. When you need me, just call me in. Call that cyber karma. So, I mean, I do this naturally because I just love sharing. If you, if you follow me, I tweet 10, 20 times a day about all this really cool stuff. It's not rubbish. It's cool. Just not mine. And, but when I, when I have my day in the sun and occasionally do speaking gigs or I, I, occasionally, I occasionally need a favour, I win an award or I, you know, I haven't yet met the Queen, but it's not inconceivable. Um, you know, I'm shaking hands with the Queen or we do a selfie at the netball, if you've seen that um, selfie bomb from last year. Um, then you call in favours at strategic times, but you don't do it every day. So every day you're tweeting four to one, maybe ten to one, maybe once a week, once a month, you call in those favours. And that's when you get these big numbers. Like I regularly get a million people. I've often got two million people. And my highest score is three million wow. people. And that's free marketing for my stuff, my ebook, my podcast, my coaching gigs, my speaking tours. You know, my California.com US tour, which will eventually come <laughs> off one day. Uh, I'm, I'm actually thinking about t turning that into Mexico 5.0, book them, Pablo. Wow. Uh, I'm actually thinking of doing a speaking tour in Mexico next year. And so just for fun. And if that comes off, then that's brilliant. And if it does, I'll just sort of do that and call in some favours from my mates. So Twitter is about building the buzz first, having that cyber cred. We'll talk about cred in a later series. Um, you just have this enormous enormous uh, karma, this enormous bank of goodwill. Now, this is a heresy for people. A lot of people are so into what they're doing, never occurs to them to share for anyone else. They don't, they're not in the slightest bit interested in helping others. But if you can get your head around that, and, and most of the people I know don't know it naturally, you can, you can create miracles, and we are already creating miracles. Well, exactly. I mean, it really does work, the amount of people who've followed me. And then after that, I mean... After you suggested it to me, basically I'll just follow them back and say hi. And more often than not, they come back to me and ask a few questions. And it's all about building relationships, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And exactly this right. is the thing for all of us writers out there to put it into a little bit more context. We've all got a blog. The thing is, we put so much time and energy because we do it out of our passion. But if no one's reading that blog, if you don't have any traffic on that blog, what's it all for? And Twitter is one really easy way that you can reach some pretty high numbers, as you quoted just before. And it's simply just getting on there, making it a habit every day, like you make exercise a habit, like you make other little things a habit, spending 20 minutes, following 20 people, making the time to connect, and suddenly your blog posts are going to be seen by thousands. And, you know, if you hit the right chord, millions even. So why wouldn't you invest that time and energy? 
I, I absolutely agree, and I'm so pleased that we're we're having this discussion because I've I've got an ebook called Crack the Twitter Code, because I see Twitter a little bit like Pandora. If you've seen uh, Avatar, that's my favourite science fiction movie of all time. You know, you you arrive on this planet which takes you six years to get to, and you can't breathe the air, and the animals are really scary, right? And you you need a team of people just to get your head around that, and so. Twitter is a little bit like Pandora. It's another planet. I know that. I know that a lot of people think it's just absolutely way out. But what I did was I got there early, ready for you, and I wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just decided in 2010, you know, what? there's eight social media sites. Oh, I can't keep up with them all. I'm not in the slightest bit interested in, in what change Facebook made today or trying to get my head around Google Plus or trying to make funny videos on YouTube. That's just not my skill. But I tell you what I am good at. I'm really good at Twitter. And, you know, I'm proud to say I'm in the top 1% in the world because that's all I do. That's all I do. And what we've now done here is we've created a sort of a crack the Twitter code for writers. We're actually going to pull it apart and give you examples that relate to people who write a blog or a book or, or these things. It's going to be pretty glorious, I reckon. I'm very excited about it. And, I mean, the thing is, for everyone out there, especially writers, it's not just about hashtagging. That's, that can't be your only strategy. That won't work. I've done that in the past. So, you know what? Have a little faith. Follow us along on this podcast. It will be interesting. I will be asking questions that you're thinking as well along the way. If you've got a question yourself, feel free to email us. You'll find all of our information online. Twitterforwriters.com. You can find us there. And hey, I'm happy to ask Keith. I'll be your voice. Yeah, look, I really like doing this. I actually, I personally have about 10 variations on this idea. I've got Twitter for writers, Twitter for models, Twitter for actors. Uh, I've got Twitter for speakers, Twitter for radio announcers, Twitter for dot, dot, dot. And the really thing I love is that you, Sarah, are a writer. So. Look, from my experience to all the writers out there, this is well worth investing your time in. And we're not talking about a lot of time at all. We're talking about 20 minutes a day. So follow hashtag TwitterWrite if you're interested in following the journey along the way. And I'm sure that you'll find it incredibly beneficial. That's brilliant. Well, let's wrap it up. That's the end of the first 15 minutes. We've just gone slightly over time. and have to do a little bit of editing to stitch that all together. So... Keep following this along. Sarah's going to be your advocate. So if you've got any questions, email or follow Sarah at Kanata AU, and I'm at Keith Keller. Follow her. She writes great articles for the Huffington Post. She's such an inspiration, and she's my friend now. I'm so proud. You watch where she's going. You watch where she's going. It's 2015. In a couple of years' time, we're going to be looking back on this podcast and saying, I knew her when she was just starting. I'll, but I'll be saying you helped me via Twitter. So Twitter was my launching pad. Twitter is the launching pad. That's the hook, isn't it? Twitter is the launching pad. What a great way to start. What a great way to start. It sure is. So thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>